Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Entitled Parents video. Today we've got a story of a parent taking over their kid's social media profile. But first, a story from Vervain Analysis 333. Entitled abusive brother-in-law wants to drop his daughter at my home whenever he feels like it. Husband blames me for not allowing it. I, Shannon, 33-year-old female, have been married to my husband, Tony, 34-year-old male, for 13 years. We have a daughter, Janelle, 12-year-old female. It's been a very rocky 13 years because of Tony, his brother, Miles, 31-year-old male, and family. Let me give you a little backstory. In 2020, Miles is diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder and the family's done nothing but enable it. He started arguing with Janelle while she was talking to his mother, her grandmother. I came out of the room because I heard it in the hallway and he was literally facing down a 6 foot 2 man, a 10 year old girl, threatening to put his hands on her because she talked back to him. I stood between him and told him he's not going to put his hands on anyone. His mother tried to quiet him down and get him out of the house while Tony's sitting outside on the porch listening to everything that's happening. I asked Tony why he didn't do anything and he said his mother had it under control. I was seething and couldn't believe it. A month later, Miles comes with his daughter Jessica, now a 6 year old female. I'm in the shower and I hear him arguing with my daughter saying, I'ma put my hands on you, your father and mother can't do anything about it. I immediately came out of the shower but he was gone and Jessica was there. I told Janelle to put her clothes on, we're leaving the house. Called my husband and told him we're leaving and Jessica's in the house. Miles returns and sees us waiting outside for an Uber. He starts berating us to the top of his lungs, calling us all kinds of names. We quickly went into the Uber when it came. He came up to the Uber and punched the window on the side I was sitting, telling us to go. I called the police when I arrived at my parents' place. They take my statement, give me a report, and then leave. I heard he was harassing people in the streets after we left, berating them the same way. I told my husband that Miles needs to be taken to the hospital or else he'll end up in jail or worse. He told his parents and they did nothing, instead had him where they were working watching him. Miles saw my husband come by and then slipped away from them and came to the house. After things escalated drastically, the police was called and he was taken to jail. It's now 2022. I've not seen any of them, Miles and family, since that incident. My husband's birth family's been trying to get us to be around them when we'd rather swallow hot coals. Mother's Day, he asked my husband if he can bring Jessica to see Janelle out of the blue. I almost choked because of the audacity and said no. I told my husband that no one has apologized or atoned for anything, including him. Jessica told me in 2020 that her father, etc. told her not to trust me and that I don't love her. It hurt her because she said she told them that I do love her. I've had her since she was a baby on and off. How could I not? I also told him that in the future, his mother can bring her by when we're ready. A week later, when I went to a store two blocks away, Janelle's grandfather brings Jessica and Miles over. Her grandpa usually knocks on the door and she goes out to greet them, but this time Miles and Jessica was at the door. 
she had a panic attack while Miles apologized for his past behavior and tried to give her a hug. Janelle said she was sick and backed up. Jessica, however, came in and spoke for a few minutes with her. My daughter called me immediately after in a panic telling me what happened. The way my heart dropped into my toes and rolled around, it took me less than five minutes to be back home. Once again, I called my husband and told him what happened, then had him put an extra bolt on the door. Today, my husband calls me and asks if Jessica can stay for a few hours. I said, no, you have to give me a bigger heads up. She can come next Saturday. About a half hour later, we, Janelle and I, hear a knock on the door. I check by the window and see Jessica and her father. Now I'm confused because I definitely said next Saturday. Plus, I don't want Miles here for obvious reasons. They leave after a while, then my husband comes home while I'm once again in the shower. I hear a little voice after I turn the water off, and who's in the kitchen? Jessica. I told her, hi baby, you can come next Saturday. We're going to have a fun day. All while Tony was ushering her out the door. I asked Janelle how she got in here, and she said Tony brought her inside. While my husband was leaving, I told him to make sure the doors are locked because I don't want anyone coming in here. He said nobody is trying to come in here, and I mentioned his brother knocking at the door. Clearly he had no idea, then said his brother was leaving Jessica with him. Impossible because he was at work. He's staring at me intensely and I asked if there was a problem. He starts shouting at me saying I'm being stupid because I don't want Jessica to come over, that I'm holding on to the past. He's making it seem as if I just don't want her to come over, that I want to keep her away from Janelle. I tell him to get out of my face and go. He continues to shout and then proceeds to bump his chest into mine, still fresh out of the shower. I tell him to stop before I call my brother. He tells me to call him, knowing he'll do absolutely nothing if my brother were to show up, and continues harassing me. I told him if he touches me, I'm going to call the police. He said call them for what? Then proceeds to poke me passive-aggressively trying to egg me on into retaliating. I continue to tell him to leave. He has to go back to work. He finally leaves. My mother thinks I should drop it and let Jessica come over whenever. When I know, they just want a free babysitter. Plus, I don't want to deal with these issues anymore. Does anybody else agree that they've seen way too much from the husband here to, like, be complacent in the situation with him? That clearly they don't respect OP or their feelings at all? Should OP be actively trying to get out of there? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Blue Maroon LaFlair. Entitled Mother is mad I won't add her to my flight benefits. The title says it all, but I shouldn't have told her about it in the first place. I'm 28 and for more than half my life, she gave up being a parent to me, my brother, and sisters. She didn't teach us how to drive, didn't go to any extracurricular activities, or taught us girls about puberty and what to expect with our bodies. We literally had to learn these things from school or friends. She was always mean and angry. We couldn't ask to go anywhere and didn't have a good upbringing. I'm one of six kids. My twin and I are basically the only two that have done something with our lives. I currently work at an airline company and had to move up north. My mom was already living here, so it was a no-brainer to move in with her. She lied about her living situation, and I was forced to look for other accommodations. But now she's approved through Section 8 for a two-bedroom apartment. The condition is she has to have a live-in aid to get the two-bedroom, so I accepted to live with her, otherwise they would only put her in a one-bedroom apartment. Now on to the situation. The airline I work for has strict rules when it comes to flight benefits. You are responsible for anybody who I put on my flight list. 
the less that can happen is I lose this privilege and the worst that can happen is I get fired. Now, I know my mom. She's a narcissist jerk. She is manipulative to get what she wants. She gets an attitude when she doesn't get her way. Right now, she's trying to manipulate me by bringing up what she did for us as kids, which she was obligated to do since we were kids. We didn't birth ourselves. Now she's trying to throw that in my face that she's letting me stay with her. It's all about her. She doesn't even care that I can lose my job if she goes off at the airport. She thinks I'm just being mean. Truthfully, I want to add her, but the slight possibility of something going wrong with the flight pissing her off and I'm responsible for scares me. I'd rather not add and won't. This is my livelihood. I just started this week and haven't used my own benefits. This isn't about her, but she thinks it is. I'll be moving out soon because she's always been like this. You can't ask for nothing without returning the favor, but this is a big request. This is only the tip of the iceberg. I definitely have always hated the manipulation tactic entitled parents use where they say, Well, I raised you, I changed your diapers as a kid, I made sure you had clothes and food. Well, yeah, you had to, that's your legal obligation because you gave birth to me. I really don't blame OP for not wanting to hamper their future benefits because they want to help out somebody who can't just be a reasonable adult. Just ride it out until OP can get out of there and, I mean, if they give you a whole bunch of grief beyond that, you know to just slowly weed down the contact. This next story is from Radikins, Karen at the Classic Car Show. Not for those with a weak stomach. I was reminded of this story as I plan to go to a classic car show in the morning. Context. I'm a classic car nut. I live in England and I own an old Cadillac. I don't really get a chance to go to car shows due to working nights, COVID made it difficult, or just money for fuel. So when I get a chance, I make a day of it. In 2013, I went to a local car show on the beachfront in the next town. Where I live, it's local. Mainly American cars and rat rods. Around 30 or 40 cars, so a good-sized meet. I'd only heard about it that morning and went on my own. My nephews would usually come along. I found a spot and parked the caddy, lovely sunny day, an ice cream stand, fish and chip shop nearby, what more could you want? After an hour chatting to people and answering their questions, my caddy is a rare car in the UK, I went to see the other cars for myself. The cars were parked end to end with good space in between, so the line was a third of a mile along the promenade. Pristine cars, quarter mile specials to heavily chopped rats ranging from the 30s to the 90s. Guess which idiot forgot to lock his car? I came back to a kid in the driver's seat, aged 4 or 5, yanking at the steering wheel and pressing all the buttons, with his mother taking pictures. First rule of a car show, don't just get into other people's cars, ask first. The interaction was as follows. I say, what are you doing? Karen says, my son wanted to sit in the car. Who said he could? She says, me. I say, this is my car. Why didn't you ask? It was unlocked and no one would let him sit in their cars. So this Karen just went checking for unlocked or unattended cars, perhaps? I was annoyed that her kid was using the inside of the car as a jungle gym. I said, get him out now. She didn't say another word. She got her son out and left. This kid was only wearing his underwear and licking something off his fingers. Great, he sat in my car with an ice cream and ate it like a hog. Or so I thought. When they started walking away, I saw why he wasn't allowed into other people's cars. He'd soiled himself. 
The back of his underwear was stained brown and hanging low. Not only was it running down his legs and up his back, he was also licking it off his fingers. Not only was it on the seat, it was on the steering wheel, the door, the dashboard, radio, and on every darn switch. There was a shop nearby, so I bought baby wipes and disinfectant spray. I didn't leave anything in the car, but the little jerk had pulled off the shifter knob, it was on the passenger seat, and stole one of the car cigarette lighters. I went looking for them but couldn't find them. It was busy. The smell stayed for weeks, and I had to replace the seats. I was planning to anyway, but this pushed the need forward. Luckily, I found an old limo in a junkyard. Even if this is just like a generic community, everybody's allowed to roll up and look at the cars type car show, how was this lady allowed to even be around this event? How can you have a kid with like visibly stained and dripping underwear and like, oh my god. You would think they would get exiled just from the crowd alone. A four or five year old in just their underwear? By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from OK Carpet 9023 My mom took control of my social media. This was years ago, but was really disgusting when I think about the stuff she would do. When I was 13 years old, I was finally given permission to have Facebook, but it would be under my mom's email and she would have full access to my account. I didn't really mind. I was a minor and I was just happy to have something. This was during the time where MySpace was still big and Facebook was coming up. At first, my mom would make posts and comments under my friend's posts acting like me. Nothing bad at first, just a few nice comments and cheesy remarks. Then I got my first boyfriend. My mom started to take away all my social media and phone for days on top of days. I would come to school with friends asking me why I said those hurtful things. Why did I post that hurtful stuff? Why was I texting mean things to them? I would tell them I was grounded, but they never believed me. When I got my phone back, everything would be deleted except my social media posts. I could see my mom was making fun of my curvy friends for their size, racial slurs, and calling other minors promiscuous. I would delete them, but the damage would be done. My boyfriend would ask why I would say some disgusting thing and find out she would be texting my boyfriend and friends acting like me. I confronted her about it when I was 16, and she told me to mind my business. But this was my business. She was acting like me and saying these hurtful things, flirting with my boyfriends, starting fights, and just being disgusting. The worst one was when my best friend for years was attacked by mom. She canceled plans to hang out to finish her AP homework. She then changed her mind last minute and asked for us all to come hang out at her place. I asked my mom and for some reason she flipped out saying she was fake. She took my phone and grounded me. I woke up at 3am to her throwing my phone at me saying it was done. I didn't see what she said to her but it must have been horrible for her to say all these horrible things about me. I was so hurt by all the things she said I never talked to her again. We still haven't spoke to each other. It's been 8 years college, I changed all my passwords and emails. She called me up asking why I would do this and what I was hiding from her. That I was obviously planning on talking crap about her to everyone, and to prove I wasn't, I was to share my passwords. I would get emails for a password change from time to time and she would get in. I haven't talked to my mom for almost two years, but I still get those password change emails, knowing she's still trying to control me this way as well. This whole story and this mom is freaking unbelievable. It's honestly sickening to hear about because honestly you can tell that 
for years, this mom has gotten like their kicks just role-playing as their own kid. I mean, I think it goes without saying, but I would have OP create a whole new email that's like completely different and unrelated to any email they had before. And for whatever social media that allows you to change the email address associated, do that ASAP because you should just straight up abandon that old email if you can. Better yet, move all of your social media to new emails create some fake social media accounts, register it to that old email address, and let your mom go wild with all these blank empty social media accounts. Our next story is from Retro Flipper. Military dogs and Karen don't mix. I'm a 6 foot 5 staff sergeant canine handler. I served two tours in Afghanistan, and I transferred to Homeland Security as a canine. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And drug sniffer handler. I was doing my job and was on my trip to a different terminal and then enter Snotty Brat. I see him from the other side of the hallway that I was walking down. I see him run over and yell, puppy. I put my hand out and say, please don't pet him, he's working. And his mom comes up from behind and says, why can't he pet your dog? And I replied, ma'am, he's not a domestic dog, he's a drug sniffer. He cannot be pet due to the rules. And the snotty brat pipes up and says, I want to pet it. Karen says, you can, sweetheart. And he reaches out to pet him. I yell no and grab the kid's wrist. Not too hard, but enough to keep him from petting the dog. And his mom yells the R assault word and security comes running and the officer asks, what's going on? I explained that I told the mom and the child that they couldn't pet the canine and both of them were taken by security. I was later told that they threatened to sue after they missed their flight. I felt like a jerk for grabbing his wrist, but that's what our training teaches us to do. But feel free to tell me how you feel in the comments. I mean, let alone the fact that I'm sure this dog had some kind of vest on some kind of official looking insignia somewhere and let's say whether it was a service dog whether it was a canine dog or whether it was just a regular dog in the airport kids should know not to just run up to a dog and stick their hands out at them i mean at the end of the day i know they're extremely well trained but dogs are dogs you never know what could happen let alone the fact that yeah this one was working and a lot of animals if they're gonna be in the airport probably are some kind of service animal So although OP maybe feels like a jerk, I don't think they could be a jerk for that. Our next story is from Fred's Red. Nosy Karen won't respect social distancing and asks a question she doesn't like the answer to. Hello dear readers and welcome back to yet another Entitled Parent story. And no, this isn't about the mega Karen that birthed me, although I still have many of more of them to write in the future. This one happened a few days ago when I was out shopping. I should mention that I'm disabled and confined to a wheelchair from a spinal cord injury in 2007. Because of my disability and other health obstacles I faced because of that, I'm crap scared of catching COVID, as there's a very high chance of me dying or becoming hospitalized if I caught it. 
I've already been in a coma once, so that's not something I want to do again. Due to my unwavering fear of COVID and generally not being a social person to begin with, I don't go out much, usually a few times a week to get what I need and come straight home. It's no longer a requirement in my country to wear a mask in public, although I still do all the necessary steps to prevent myself from catching it. Mask, social distancing, self-isolation, not as miserable as it sounds, being extra diligent with hand washing and only touching the things I have to. So when people get too close to me without wearing a mask, that tips my anxiety into overdrive. With that being said, on with the story. I was in the craft section at Kmart stocking up on what I needed when I noticed a woman and her kid in the next aisle keep glancing at me. Neither were wearing a mask. For simplicity's sake, let's call them Karen and Kid. This wasn't an issue, as I'm used to people looking at my wheelchair. But then the kid, who was maybe like 8, walked up to me and began playing with some things near me. I'd gotten what I needed, so I ignored the kid and started rolling to the registers to complete my purchases. But this is where things get... interesting. The kid says, Why are you in that? I was used to kids being curious, and I don't mind telling them why I'm in a chair if they ask. So I told them. I say I fell off a roof. They say why? I say because I didn't eat my vegetables. The only thing I could think to answer with. They say but why? Me not wanting to be stuck in this boomerang with a kid that was way too close to me. Sorry buddy but I have to go. And I attempted to leave. The kid not taking the hint said wait how fast does your chair go? Can I push the button? I have a horn on the controller of my power wheelchair. I say no sorry I gotta go. I'd been so distracted by that that I hadn't noticed his mother close behind him. The outside half of my right eye is blind, which is where she was, so I couldn't see her. She says, why won't you answer his questions? I say, um, I did, but I really have to go, sorry. Karen, seeming to get more and more indignant as she spoke, oh, come on, he's a kid, he's just curious. Why are you being so rude to my son? What would your mother think? What I did next wasn't planned. But darn, it was satisfying to see her reaction. My mother abused me growing up, wanted to switch me off when I was in a coma, and tried to exploit money for me and my siblings after the death of our dad. So I have a lot of trauma to bring on the waterworks if required. My... my mother? I could feel the heat flushing to my face, and the tears reached my eyes as I forced myself to cry. If you must know, my mom and dad died in a plane crash when I was 19. What else would you like to know? I said this while intentionally stuttering my words to give my performance an extra zing. My mother is unfortunately still alive. It was my dad and uncle that died, but I had that trauma to cling to at that moment. Karen instantly goes white and says, Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. And her and her kids scurried away. To give her credit, she stopped being a Karen for a second. They might not sound that entitled, and yeah, the kid wasn't that bad, but the mother on the other hand... It wasn't exactly what she said, but how she said it. And being raised by my mother has given me the ability to spot one from a mile off. I love this mother's mindset of, oh, they're just a kid, so therefore they're entitled to know your life story and what things went wrong in your life. Also, because they're a kid, you can pretend the fact that I exist and I'm around and that I'm also not a kid and therefore break my own logic. If you gotta put on an Oscar-worthy performance to get them to finally leave you alone, so be it, I'm all for it. Our next story is from Not Ligma. My mom stalks me. It's my sophomore year in high school, and my mom doesn't respect my privacy when I get home. 
I can tell she goes through my drawers. She goes through everything. She goes through my phone when I'm asleep. And I've seen her multiple times in her car looking at me from afar. When I'm out, she goes up to my door and listens to what I have to say to my friends or my girlfriend. Recently, I smoked a little bit of weed and she's been beating me. She removed my door, took away everything and hasn't been letting me out of the house alone and for over an hour. What can I say to her? What can I do? I feel so hopeless and tired of this. So considering OPs in their sophomore year of high school, they're what, 15 or 16, something like that? I think maybe if there's like a guidance counselor at school they could talk to or straight up if they have to try to get a hold of the cops somehow because what the mom's doing here is not okay. You would just hope that in a situation like this there's somebody that OP could turn to and to know that it's okay to admit it even if it is your mom that's doing it. This next story is from Interfeeling. After moving out, my mother makes a scene and wants to talk to me. After years of emotional abuse and feeling like garbage, I found an apartment and silently moved out today. And now my mother's screaming, talking to all of her relatives, telling them to tell me how unfair I am and that I should make a phone call with her. I have a headache just thinking about this and I just want to lay on my bed and cry. Should I talk to her? So considering OP just seemed to have escaped all of this stuff, although they're making a huge stink and they're making it so hard for OP to feel like they can move on, in no way do I think OP should go back to that. If being around them and corresponding with them is what made OP try to escape essentially, in no way should they open that line of communication back up. It's just scary when it's your own parents. Our next story is from Damana. Entitled mother tried to provoke my dog by shaking her baby in front of him. Well, I guess Karen are like Beetlejuice. I just posted about a Karen, then I met a new one a few hours later. This afternoon I was walking my dog. He's nine months old and he's a cane corso. A woman and a man was running near us with some sort of big stroller. The first time my dog didn't do anything. Then they went near us again and very close to my dog. So he thought it was a game and tried to play with them by jumping on them. I know it can be scary, even more for someone who doesn't know dogs, especially big dogs like mine. I would have apologized immediately, but they didn't even let me do it. She immediately insulted us, said my dog was dangerous, should be euthanized, and had almost killed her baby. Well, my dog never approached her baby who was in a big and closed stroller. I wish I told her. Then she said my dog had bitten her and even showed me her butt to prove it. There was nothing. It escalated quickly. She took her baby out and then started to walk on me and my dog. I told her to stop and go away, but she didn't. She repeated, my dog was dangerous. She hoped I was never having children, and she was still walking at us with her baby. I retreated and told her to go away again. Then she accelerated, put her baby in front of my dog and shook him, yelling at my dog. So I yelled at her, are you crazy? Are you trying to provoke my dog just to prove your point? Do you realize you're harming your baby? She ignored me and I had to run away from her. I swear to you, I really thought she was going to throw her baby on my dog. Thankfully, my dog didn't react at all. He knows babies and he's gentle with them. He just seemed confused. During this time, her husband did nothing. He just yelled at us, but he let her wife shake the baby. By the way, the baby seemed apathetic. He didn't react. I'm still very shocked. I feel really bad. Who does that? What'll happen to her baby? I thought about calling the police, but I panicked and came back home immediately. I don't know their names, nothing. I couldn't even tell you their eye color. Once again, I understand that a big dog playing and jumping can be really scary. 
I'm working on it, but people running close to him are still a big temptation. He thinks they just want to play with him. And I should have apologized for his behavior. I wish I would have done if I had a chance to do it. But it doesn't justify their behavior. Nothing can justify what she did. She's a psychopath. This lady is definitely some kind of messed up because to take your baby right in front of a big dog and literally rattle your baby around like some chew toy, literally hoping to entice some stranger's dog to attack your baby just to, I don't know, prove a point, to have some legal ground to stand on to euthanize the dog and potentially permanently maim your own baby? I mean, that's insane. And our final story of the day is from Different Look 3149, male 14, BMX Karen and her poor kid. So I'm a 14 year old dude and I race BMX bikes. It's really fun, go look it up. So this story takes place about a week ago. So I was at my home track riding my bike and there's some kids, right? So I don't see anyone on the first straight and I send it into the first concrete corner and then I see a kid about seven just standing there right where I'm going. Boom, and I hit him hard, and I'm thinking, oh my god, what the heck? So I check up on him. I say, hey little dude, you okay? They say, yeah, I'm fine, just a little scraped up. Are you? The kid now known as Nice Kid. I looked at myself, and I'm scraped up all the heck and bleeding, and the pain finally kicks in, so I fall to the ground. A few minutes go by, and I'm propped up on the jump, still in pain, and I see Karen. She says, hey, you hit my kid. I say, what? She says, can you not understand me? You hit my kid. Yes, she said it slowed down. I say, hey, can we talk later? Can you give me the first aid kit? She says, no, will you apologize to my son now? I say, I will, just help me. She says, no. You know what? I'm taking your bike as compensation. By the way, my bike is like $2,000 and I wear clips. So I'm clipped in, chilling, waiting for the team captain. She grabs my bike and it twists my ankle so I scream in pain. The kid says, Mom, stop, you're hurting him. She says, I don't care, he hurt you, so we deserve it. So I finally get my foot out and my team captain finally gets there. Team captain says, hey, what's going on? Karen says, this kid stole my son's bike. The captain says, no, it's not. I know that because I drove him here. They take my bike back and come to check up on me. Karen says, I'm calling the cops for theft. Team captain says, okay, do it. So she calls them and we wait and I get bandaged up. Cop one says, what's going on here? Karen says, this kid crashed into my kid on purpose and stole his bike. And this man attacked me when I took it back. I say, no, that's not true. Her kid was standing on the corner and I didn't see him and I wrecked into him. And then she tried taking my bike. So they go off to take her statement and they come back to me. Cop two says, is there any way to prove this bike is yours? I say, yeah, it's my background on my phone. So I have to show them it, and they handcuffed her for attempted theft and assault. They asked if I wanted to press charges. I said no, because I didn't want that kind of life for the kid. So yeah, that's it. I mean, I respect OP for having a big heart for the kid, not wanting to watch their mom get charged with anything, but this is definitely somebody that frankly deserved to get charged. To try to steal a bike from a kid, twist their ankle, and not have any remorse? Frankly, they deserved it. Honestly, asking a 14-year-old if they want to press charges is already kind of a lot. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 